Hey, so I'm going to try and summarize the hour-long interview I just had with Jan Belovec. Amazing thing they did in Prague, the hyperinvasive trial uh, released this week at ACC. Now, we don't have the full paper, so we are all dealing with just um, brief reports, but the, the take-homes from this are quite substantial. So first, this is a hyperinvasive trial, meaning they put together four bundle therapy components, which included pre-hospital cooling, mechanical chest compression devices, early transport to the hospital, and then use of ECMO once they got to the hospital. In the patients who got this hyperinvasive approach, 32% of them survived neurologically intact, and 22% of the patients that got standard therapy uh, survived neurologically intact. Now, part of the interesting thing here is that 22% is for refractory arrest. We're talking about patients that got randomized at 15 minutes after resuscitation. So that's an unbelievably good survival rate in the standard approach. Why did that happen? Well, part of the reason is a compliment to Jan and how much he did do with training and their EMS system improved and should be take-homes for all of us that when we do uh, train and when we do practice, we can make standard resuscitation have significantly improved outcomes. The second thing, though, that happened was that there was significant crossover in this study, that patients who were in the standard arm got brought to the ER, got placed on ECMO, and so there is some confounding there. Regardless of how you look at it, this is a positive trial for eCPR and is a big deal for us in the world of ECMO. Now, probably one of the biggest take-homes after the results is the time to transport. When do you transport these people? We've talked about this on the podcast before. We've had Brian Grunow on. We've said the 17-minute mark might make sense. Uh, Jan agrees with that. His study showed that um, when they started randomizing them at 15 minutes, transporting it around 25 minutes, this is with 15 minutes of, of ACLS, that they did not see an increased death rate of that 15 to 30 minute mark or that 30 to 45 minute mark. And that the patients that were in that refractory arrest, that greater than 45 minute mark had a significant improvement in outcomes. This is more data to suggest that somewhere in that 15 to 25 minute of arrest time is the sweet spot to say, they're not gonna benefit more from being here in the field. We should try and transport them for invasive therapy. We talked about a couple of comparisons, how this Oslo group maybe differs from what happened in Prague and that the Oslo group did not show benefit. They showed worse outcomes. And we did talk about organization and how key this is not only from the EMS standpoint, but all the way up to the patients getting managed in the hospital. Jan is a one-man wrecking crew. He took care of 80% of these patients in those first years of the trial. And so this speaks to what we've already heard from Dimitri, that having a few cannulators, a few people that gain a lot of experience with ECMO and eCPR has advantages in the survival and the success of your program. He was also able to get these patients to the hospital. He was able to get enough patients into the system so that they could uh, use this, this potentially therapeutically ad advantageous therapy of ECMO to its greatest extent. Jan also gave us a couple pearls with cannulation. Amazingly enough, he said that with his arterial cannulation and his venous cannula, that he does not use dilators. He uses the angiogram sheath to act as his first dilator and then just puts the second cannula straight in. This is something I've got to try and actually see in practice as well. Jan also talked to us about how some of these ethical concerns, how these idea of trying to run a study and telling people that they don't get the ECMO arm, how hard that must be. He talked about the idea of 
quiet circumstance. I love that phrase. The idea that you can have a little bit of quietness after you put somebody on ECMO to decide what needs to happen to them. He talked about how in those patients that after you admit them, after you get them on ECMO, the ones that you know are going to die, to do it quickly, to not make this into a 14-day stay, but to, to tell the family and to give guidance to the family about what the right thing to do is early on. He also did the flip, though. On the scene, he advocated for more prolonged resuscitations, really taking these VF patients, these good outcome patients, to the 45-minute mark. Do chest compressions for 45 minutes before you pronounce. So take home the hyperinvasive trial out of Prague, randomizing patients to getting pre-hospital hypothermia, pre-hospital mechanical chest compression, early transport and eCPR in the cath lab done by one cardiologist primarily showed beneficial outcomes versus standard therapy. This is a big win and the second randomized control trial for eCPR. And with that, Signing off.